Hello and welcome to the KCSU Music Podcast, brought to you by 90.5 FM KCSU. I'm Lindsay, the music director here at KCSU, and today I'm going to help you find a job in music. Maybe you're like me and have accepted that no one will pay you to sing, but intend to work music into your career anyway. Fortunately, there's lots of options, both outside of and within the music industry. I don't make any promises about salary or benefits, but hey, if you're more interested in the experience rather than, you know, job security, keep listening. A good place to start is to consider your strengths. What do you already have a background in, and is there crossover in music there? Are you tech savvy, good with people, a master of organization, or willing and able to move a lot of equipment? These are all applicable traits of those working outside of the spotlight of the music industry. Let's start out with event technicians, otherwise known as roadies. This is the nickname for the road crew that travels with touring bands and musicians, and many different occupations fall under this term. Stage managers, soundboard and lighting technicians, equipment movers, and quote-unquote frustrated musicians who aspire to play on stage but currently maintain the instruments of the touring band are all jobs taken on by roadies. It truly takes a village to bring a band on tour, especially if they're a big deal, but many who have actually held these jobs are quick to remind that there's very little glory behind the scene. As stated in his book, Roadie, A True Story, at least the parts I remember by Carl Quenning, life on the road can be a chaotic mix of hurry up and wait and sleep deprivation, as well as a surrounding culture of substance abuse, which unfortunately has long since been seen as a normal part of this lifestyle, from lead singers to those driving the van. A typical day for an event technician is dependent on the context and the size of the tour, but touring professional Andy Reynolds explains that setup for a show should start around 1 p.m. so that the band's sound check can happen around 3, leaving plenty of time for any troubleshooting before doors open for the show, typically around 7 that evening. This is a jack-of-all-trades position that will offer a lot of different kinds of insight and experiences, as well as the chance to catch a concert from the back of the stage rather than the front, if you've ever been curious about what happens before the show and after the curtain falls. If it's not the live show aspect, but rather the production of music you're interested in, you might consider looking into being a studio songwriter or engineer. This involves working with musicians to build a song from the earliest idea to the end product. It's generally helpful to know how to play at least one instrument to contribute sound bites and ideas as a song is being made, although it's not completely necessary. What is necessary, according to Grammy award-winning mastering engineer Emily Lazar, is listening to absolutely all different kinds of music, whether it's older, contemporary, familiar, or completely odd, or perhaps even pushing the lines of what you thought music was. She also advises learning all you can about equalization, conversion, and compression processes. Developing an ear for how a certain instrument or tone should sound will open the door to helping create songs with intention. Kind of like learning the rules so you know how to break them. There's also a ton of technological understanding that goes into this job, from placement of microphones to different kinds of recording equipment, and getting to know computer programs like Logic or Pro Tools to edit and manipulate recordings is essential. 
It's all about finding ways to carry out the creative vision brought forth by either you or the artist and having the confidence to express it. Lastly for today, it's important to note that there are tons of ways to have your work involve music without actually working in the music industry. And there's actually a lot of crossover between music and other vocations if you're willing to get creative. For example, music therapy is the clinical use of music to address physical, emotional, and cognitive needs of individuals. Music therapists provide treatment by advising the creation of songs, singing, or moving to music that either they or the patient has deemed supportive to their well-being. It can be a powerful and engaging way of communication for those who have difficulty expressing themselves. It's been proven to help people of all ages with a myriad of issues, such as brain injuries, substance abuse problems, and even chronic pain. Music has been considered a healing influence since the writings of Aristotle and Plato, and, after both world wars, community musicians often went to hospitals to play for veterans suffering from both physical and emotional trauma. Music therapy is an incredible crossover between human well-being and simply listening to powerful songs. tons of other ways to make your work about music, and these are just a few ideas to get the ball rolling if you're still wondering how to make that happen. There are many different aspects to this amazing force that we all love so much, and it's exciting to consider the ways in which you might get involved. And hey, you could always see if your local radio station is hiring. Once again, I'm Lindsay, and thanks for tuning in to the KCSU Music Podcast. Until next time!